Welcome to track number two of the blessings of Abraham. Area of obedience is the thing that brings about Abraham's blessing. Who, who is the man who receives Abraham's blessing? Is the person who separates himself from trouble causes of your life. Alright? separate yourself from the people that you need to separate from in this life. Amen. Amen. People who do not help you. Okay? Now, what does the Bible say? Go, now the Lord said to Abraham, go forth from your country and your relatives and from your father's house. Amen. Amen. And to the land which I will show you. So Abraham was separated from his country, from his relatives, and from his father's house in order to do well. Amen. Amen. So, uh, the people that you associate with affect you more than your pastor does. Because you are all sitting in church here nicely and happily flowing. But when we finish, you get it, you are going to your rooms, to your friends, you are going to flow with somebody. The ladies are going to flow with their lady friends. Brothers are going to flow with their brother friends. That affects you even more than this little preaching. You get it? And so, separation is one of the important things in our lives. Okay? Because without being separate, you cannot often do the will of God. You must be separate from whom you need to be separated from. Now, Abraham needed to be separated from three groups. From his father's house, from his relatives, and from that particular country that he was in. Okay? In order to please God. And when he obeyed God, he did not separate from his father's, his relatives. He took one of the relatives along, which was Lot. And that became the biggest source of problem for him in the years to come. See, again, nothing happened to him when he took Lot. Everything looked like it was normal. There's nothing bad was happening to him. And so, but in the end, you see that it is a, a bad thing that is happening. Are you there? Alright. So, cast out the scorner and strife shall cease. Separate yourself from your bad company. Amen. Amen. What is the bad company in your lives? Huh? All of us have bad company that we need to be separate from. Sometimes even in the church, we need to be separate from some people. Some of us need to be separate from our families. In order to do well. It's true. You need to, some of us, we need to come out aside from our family. Our family influences us too much. It's true. Oh, you don't know that? 
Some of us are our family ties are too strong. And it's not even a good family. It's not like Abraham's family. Another family without too much blessings. And you need, some of us need a new family. That's right. I'm not saying that your family, you should forsake your family. But the reality is that when you are going to obey God, sometimes you have to obey God and later your family will follow. Yeah. Yeah. And learn from you. It's true. When I became a Christian, there was nobody other Christian in my family. When I started going to church, the f- I remember the first separation that happened was on 31st December. My friend had invited me to 31st December all night. Mm. Never, I separated from my, I remember where I got out of the car. And the rest of my family went home. I went for the first ever Christian program I'd ever been to. 31st December. It was called Christofest. That <laughs> was the first time I separated. And then I went to my sisters were lovers of Michael Jackson, Lana Rich. That's how come I know all those songs. Maybe when Michael Jackson died, I knew all the dances, Billy Jean, all of them. But not on something that I have ever gone for. But his posters were in my house. His music, his videos, I've watched thriller several times because it's there. They are watching it. They love him. One of my sisters has been on stage with Michael Jackson before. Wow. Yeah, on stage as he was performing. Yeah. Not that she was in the corporation, she was on stage. You don't understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but you see, a time can you have to separate from your family. Then later on, maybe the family will follow you. But I can tell you, everybody here has a bad influence on your life. And there are some people that are always making you quiet. It's true. And I don't want to even go into certain things. Your own mother is now leading you against your own husband. Yeah. 
or against your marriage. Because she's also that she has stayed with all these men. And you to stay with her, a man. So that you need to silence certain voices. And one of the ways to silence voices which are free, voluntary voices in life to just go away. So that you when they shout, you can't hear. Need to go far. Disconnect. Disconnect. Did you hear me? Disconnect. Some of you are not spiritual because you are not close to the pastor. You are close to other people. You need to separate yourself from the people who criticize the pastor, criticize the church. You need to separate yourself from such people. That's why you cannot do well. I, I, you see, association changes. Why do you think I go to Korea? I'm coming from Korea. Why do you think I go to Korea? Why do you think I go to Korea? It's just association. Whoever you are close with, it will by all means affect your life. You don't have to do anything. Recently, I went, I went to preach in Paris. A large of more than 8,000 members. Huh? 8,000 in Europe. 8,000 members. French church. So when I got there, I've never been to that church before. I didn't even know that he, he existed. When I got to the church, I said, just come Sunday, one day. I finished preaching. When I, when I got there, I said, why did you invite me? He said, oh, I saw you on television. And that's what. You were standing with your bicho. I don't know what you were doing, but I just said, that if this guy is associated with this guy, he must be a good guy. Find him. Yeah. And invite him. Yeah. Yeah. I tell him, I was blessed. When I finished preaching, they blessed me. They gave me money. I could buy a small house with it. I can buy a small flat with it. By just being associated with some people. Not by even listening to teachings. Who you are associated with. Who you are associated with speaks volumes. And who you are separated from speaks volumes. Separation is the opposite of associated. Association is connected to separation. What you are associated with means you are separated from something. You are separated from fools. You associate yourself with spiritual people. You see, the silly women in the church, they all move together like birds. They're all moving together. The silly women. If you are not one of them, you are not one. If you are one, you are one. Ask your neighbor, are you one? The liars in the church, they all move together. The fornicators, they all move together. Yeah. 
looking. What is looping? And they are wearing a loop. You know loop. Contraception. You are putting in your room and looping to prevent pregnancy. Threads hanging out. You are putting a loop. You are not married. You are putting a loop. Because your friend advised you, you are taking a pill, you are wearing loop, you are taking injection, and you are not married. When Christ comes and people are going to go home, they lose the loop. Well, under accusations. 
I said, be there. I'll also be at the side. And I'm, he has been here and I've also been there. Because the world is so big, two birds don't need to collide. Have you seen two birds colliding? Yeah. Yeah. A big air like that. How do you collide? Huh? So, sisters, you need to separate yourself from some sisters. Huh? There are some people, they, even because of them, your phone bill is so high. Because of them, you are poor. Because you are poor, you are associating with people that you shouldn't associate with. So come out from among them. People who don't pay tithes, people who don't go to church regularly, these are your best friends. Fabricators, liars, priests, bad people, drug dealers, they are your friends. How, how can such a person be your friend? Even as a pastor, a lot of pastors are not my friends. What, what I tell you, a lot of pastors, not that they are not my friends, I have prayer with them, but I don't have anything there. One day I met one of these pastors who is not a close friend. And I know he is a friend. If you ask, is he my very brother? He says my friend because he's my friend. But it's not a, to me. It's not, a, it's not a friend. I just know him. So I met him somewhere. So we were together for an hour or so. As we were chatting, because every friend that I have, you get it. Or anybody that I'm with for some time, I have to share. From the Bible. Because if two Christians meet and they don't share, the Bible says that they have missed the point. That's why I say you have a friend, a girlfriend, or I mean a friend who is a sister, and when you talk on the phone, you don't say the Bible says, you don't quote any scripture. That's not a good friend. Or if it's you, you are not a good friend. You are too shallow. You are empty. Empty barrel. You don't have the word. Just talking, talking, chatting, endless. Pastor marries you by mistake because of your beauty. Make a mistake. Marry an empty shell. Like you leave it to When you fry an egg, when you crack it open, nothing came out. So, as I was going, actually, we were playing golf. I, I just shared, I was just sharing something. So, uh, you know, when we parted and we went. Later on, I heard him make a comment. Hey, that's for that. If you meet him, he will preach you right now. You cannot even play. I said, oh. What is that? I said, oh, that has confirmed. Because a friend whom I cannot share the word of God with. I mean, two days ago, I was on the golf course, 18 holes with John Bicho and another pastor. American pastor. They're sharing the word. Wow. He was sharing the word. I also shared the word. They said, oh, that's very powerful. You know, I've not thought about it about that. And, this and, that. and he was even the one who was telling me about the gifts of the spirit of Abraham. Wow. Like, I didn't have it on the golf course. He said, Abraham operated wow. seven gifts of the spirit. He was gave all of them to me wow. on the golf course. Wow. Wow. I mean, well, if two Christians meet, wow. how 
can you be together without sharing something? You know something, I know something, I'm sure. I don't want to have such a friend. I realized that I was right. That guy should not be my He's not, not that he should not be, but he cannot be my friend. I share something with him. He said that if you meet that, he will, he will preach to you. Cannot be played. <laughs> So you see, hey, is it a flu or?
I was surprised when I heard that because I have always thought that myself that you know it is easier to enjoy a certain kind of life in Africa than Europe. But some people are happier in Europe, Australia, America. It depends on what you like. We don't have rules. Like, there's no road where my house is. But when you are going to my house, if you are coming to my house, when you sit in the car that is coming to my house, look up first. When, when, when you sit in the car, look up to see if there is that thing that you can hold here. <laughs> if there is none, don't come. Because <laughs> you go like this, like this, like this, like this. It's like a boot, right? You may think it's not true. But um, prosperity and the blessing of Abraham comes to people who are living where God wants them to live. I have found that some people will not do well unless they are in America. Some people will not do well unless they are in Australia. Some people will not do well unless they are in Europe. Some people will not do well unless they are in Africa. Some people will not do well unless they are in Papua New Guinea. Some people will not do well unless they are in some island somewhere. Prosperity is very, very connected to where you are living. The blessing of Abraham. Let's take marital blessings. There are marriages, you see, many uh, couples quarrel because they are under stress as foreigners. There are some stresses here that if you don't grow up with originally, they affect you, but you don't know that you are affected. Pay to, pay this, photo, whatever, overspeed, fine, this, police, that, don't go here, turn here, why did you turn this, red light, green light, huh? You don't, you don't, there's nothing like that in Ghana. By the grace of God, when the police arrest me for overspeeding, they they salute me. I said, You are blessed. (laughs) I tell you, but Australian police will not do that. Amen. So where are you supposed to be? Where are you supposed to be? Do you know that people have left America to come and work for me? In Ghana. People are working on Wall Street. People have left their jobs in uh, England. Have come to work for me. And I'm not talking about mean jobs. Recently a lawyer was working, going to court that night to let her job and keep to work for me as a secretary. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. You understand? <coughs> doctors, I employ about 12 doctors in Ghana. Specialists. The most recent specialist, the specialist that came from America. Gynecologists. American gynecologists working in America is the 
American passport that America procured for me, can be that I'm in Canada. Coming from there to have a good home. Is it not fantastic? I said to one, go and he goes to another town and he comes. But see, the point is that it's not that I'm in America. You see, but if I was not in America, if I was not in Ghana, I did not experience certain things, certain blessings of Abraham. Because it's very much connected to where you are supposed to be. Now, I'm saying it because there is somebody here who are not supposed to be here. You see, the Europe and America, Australia, this question, well, those who fought Iraq, those countries, it looks back. But that is if you, if that's all that you follow. But if you follow God, you will not follow what looks better. Mm. Hey. 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 One day, day. I went to a certain church and I was sitting on the front row and then I turned my eyes to the left and I saw certain lady's ties. No, I didn't see her ties. She was wearing a dress and everything. And I saw her. Is this, what do you call this place? Is this time? Chicken time. Then I remembered those particular times because the brother who had chosen those times, it was not easy for him. <laughs> it was not easy at all. And, and somebody made a comment that. Instead of looking for something spiritual, he was looking at ties. When he was going to marry that girl, he was looking at ties. He bagged the wrong horse. Hey. Fire. Fire through him. All through his life. Amen. Amen. But when you look on the outer appearance, you can easily choose the wrong thing. If you look on the outer appearance of Europe, Every time I, I go to America, immediately I don't like the I don't like the place. I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. Europe, Switzerland. I mean, there's nothing here that attracts Australia. There's nothing. I don't have any If it, when I arrive, that's, I'm from the airport. From here straight to the. I don't have anywhere. I, there's nothing I need to from here. <laughs> I don't have anything. It's only because of you that. Do you understand? Yeah. yeah, I don't have to be there's nothing here for me. So you don't, but if people are surprised, you go, is it not nice to When you're arriving in Ghana, you see the place is dark. Light off here. No road here, no road here. So you see, everybody's called to where he's supposed to be. I can also be in Ghana, and I'm blessed in Ghana. You are maybe supposed to be in Australia, but if you are not supposed to be in Australia and you are here, huh? You, I tell you, your face will develop valleys and 
It would never, it, it, it would even be a topic. It's only because you are that place that that thing has even become a question. Because there are principalities in every location. One day, I met a certain brother who had gone to America. Yeah, he used to live in Ghana. Not even the capital, outside Accra. And his wife had one complaint that her husband is becoming gay. Hey. So it was so serious that I decided to go and visit the brother. So I went to the brother's house. Here's the wife, here's the child, here's the brother. She showed me complimentary cards from different, different, different men. White men. This one, this kitty card, these are my card. Call. Oh! You see, in Zimbabwe, they don't allow cyclists at all. So God will suck you from the country. Said, you see, and I'm saying not what I am saying, what they said. The brother who was divorcing, he told me, he said, if I was in Ghana, no. Then I said to her, then she said, look at the film that he's watching. Gay films. Men and men. So she, I said, put it on. She put it on. Here are the men. Oh. 
So I said to the brother, perhaps maybe it would have been better. I said it would have been better. It would have been better. Look at what is happening to me. So you see, my brother and sister, it's not everywhere that your outcome will be the same. Your outcome is different depending on where you are. Marriage, financially, spiritually. Some of, some of you spiritually, if you're in another environment, maybe you will do well. Maybe it is some of you, it is here through your troubles that you will be saved. Maybe some of you, if you have been swelling, you by now, you, you, you would have been a kebab in hell. You would have been ten times Thank God you came to Australia to be saved. Thank God you came to Australia to be saved. Long time ago, you would have been, you would have perished in hell. And Paul, maybe you would not have been a pastor. Do you think you would have been a pastor? Wow. Harrison, you have been a pastor. Yeah. So maybe it's Australia. Maybe God brought you here for that. See? So you never know. But I'm not, I'm not saying here is good or here is not good. I'm saying it depends on your calling. You know? And where God. So, but don't, don't, don't assume. Australia is bad, it's better than you know, it's not true. Uh, uh, Switzerland is better than now I should have been in Switzerland. Because my mother is Swiss, my father is from Ghana. So I, I belong to both. Yeah. I belong to both. So I should have either be here. No, it doesn't fall. If you are an apple tree, you have to be in Switzerland. If you are mango tree, you must be in Ghana. What do you think? So, the blessing of marriage, the blessing of prosperity, riches, the blessing of the Holy Spirit, salvation, and the spiritual thing, it, it is country dependent. So that it is city dependent. Spirituality, sometimes is city dependent. There are people that were spiritually doing well abroad. When they came to Ghana, they are married because poor. Hey! When they came to Ghana, their spirituality got finished. As soon as they arrived in the shores of Ghana, that was the end of their spirituality. That was the end of their marriage. I have seen it and seen it and seen it and seen it. Because it is relative to what your calling is. So it's not anything you can say, this is good and this is bad. But I can tell you, that is why God sends people to different places. And he expects you to do your best where he has put you. Ruth, she would never have become the mother or grandmother of David. Her father, her husband, her, her, what do you call it? Her, is it a husband? Uh, Is it a husband? Her husband died and her children's husbands also died. Huh? Ah, that's Naomi. Yeah, Naomi. Naomi would not, Naomi's husband died and her sons too died. Do you get it? Yeah. Sometimes there's some things that make you move so that somebody has to die. So that you need a funeral to change your life. Yeah? So that there will be a funeral for your life to change. Or before you move. 
Because so that we can't hear the spirit when he says, Go, John, go. I will show you something that will make you go. When it happens, then you see that you are on the way. So, Naomi would not have become the grandmother of. Is it Ruth or Naomi? Ruth. Unless she had moved to Bethlehem, to Israel. She was belonging to an accursed of Moab. Remember Moab? She came out of a, a drunken uh, following Lot. Lot sleeping with his daughters. It was an accursed of Moabites. Joseph, he would never have become prime minister. Prime minister of who? Of who would he have been a prime minister? His father? His brothers? <laughs> he had to be moved and shipped all the way to Egypt. That's where he's going to become. He's only make a be a prime minister in Egypt. What do you think? Yeah. If I was in America, I'd speak with my Ghanaian accent. Americans will not come to my church. Yeah. When they see my color, you see, I was working with a certain white man, and I told him that when I'm in Ghana, they say I'm a white man. When I go abroad to Australia or America, they say I'm a black man. So I don't belong anywhere. When I go you are black man. Then the white man told me that the black color is the strongest thing. So when you have small, you are black. So that's why someone like Obama and myself, we are all black. So the blessing of Abraham, it comes with the location. It comes with the location. That's why that's why I'm in Ghana. So I'm preaching in Ghana and in Africa. If I was to move, there are pastors who have churches, 5,000 members in Ghana. They move abroad. You see, there's 60 members. Yeah. 60 members. In, uh, one day, a pastor friend of mine invited a friend of his to come and he said, oh, come, come, if you were in Ghana, you would have had uh, about 2,000 members. Because his church has about 40 members. After 12 years, it's about 40 members in the church. So if you were in Ghana, you would have had about 2,000. So come and preach in my 2,000 in my church. Yeah. Because it depends on where you are. Alright? Yeah. How many want the blessing of marriage? Blessing of riches? Blessing of spirituality? It comes with the location. That's why God told Abraham, leave separate from these people and come to this particular country. And I will bless you there. And that's what the Bible says, that the blessing of Abraham shall come upon the Gentiles. Who does this blessing come upon? It comes on those who are obedient to God. It comes on those who separate themselves. And it comes on those who go to the country and live where God wants you to live. Amen. 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 As of stand up. He was living in England. I sent him to uh, Kenya. He went. Pastor John was in, uh, where were you? England. Is it John? Is it John? No. Both of you, John, yeah. Both of this one was in uh, England. 
Tanak, I sent him to New Zealand. This one was also in where? England also. I sent to Papua New Guinea. But you see, somebody would feel sorry for people when you are sending them somewhere. Yeah. So I'm spoiling the places. I don't think I'm spoiling people. No. I don't think I'm spoiling anybody. Do you understand? Because I know about the blessings of Abraham. The blessing of Abraham goes with the location. Because if you are called to a particular place, do you get it? You are blessed when you are there. Pastor, what do they call you here? Chris. Pastor Chris. He was in, in, in England. I was so playing the king and I said, go to Jamaica. Then he went to Jamaica, and the person that I sent to Jamaica, he went to do a quick survey. He said when he, he left Jamaica on the same day, when he entered and he came out, they had murdered six people in the town. <laughs> eight people. They had murdered eight people on that day before he left the town. They had murdered eight people around the area there. I said, hey! I sent him there. You get it? And he was in a hurricane. When you in that hurricane, the wind came and took off there. You see, all those are the qualifications. That's why he's qualified to be your pastor here in yeah. Australia. Yeah. But you see, you may, you may feel sorry for somebody, but it's because you don't understand the blessing of Abraham. That's why when I was looking for, I said, let's descend so and so. Yes. So, when young Vito, he has retired 74 years old, he has given his 700,000 to uh, a certain pastor. To pastor. So I was having dinner. Do you know dinner? Do you know dinner? I was having dinner with this type of people, and he was sitting by me. So I asked him, What is the qualification that they chose to give you a church of 700,000 members? He told me, I've been the church since I was 15 years old. And Dr. Cho has moved me and my family more than seven times. Go here, come here, go here, come here, Los Angeles, Japan, Korea, Japan, here. They have sent me and my family, said, we have moved us. We say, pack and go. When it went, okay, go here. When it went, go here. Said, that's all. And when I was playing golf with Yogi Cho, he was the person who was with Dr. Cho. He's very close to him. It was like his like his son. Look after him, care for him, play with him. Oh, it's wonderful. That's the quality. Why did I why did I send him here? Because qualified to be here. There's a qualification that time. You have been sent to a place that you can die. And you go. Yeah. <laughs> you ask yourself, why did God bless Abraham? Because he sent him to kill somebody. Even though his son didn't die, he said he obeyed. Like many of you, if I send you, I say, go here, leave whatever I go here. I say, my mother, my this, my that, my that, my that. My Australian citizenship, my this, my family, my, my wife, my this. But this, my living talk about my family, my wife, my whatever. It just went. Wow. Are you there? Yes. yes. So. You must, you must, you must, you must learn. These, they are all spiritual principles. That is why God will say, go out of here. You ask yourself, why? Why can't I do it here? Why can't I just do it here? Why can't I be here? No. It's not supposed to. It's not 
just that way. There is a will of God as a will. He has a plan. And sometimes it is on the way. Because I said to me it was a wonder. All of us Americans, we are from all over the world. We are sitting with this man who has been appointed as a pastor of the church. And that's the only question I remember. What? Out of about 2,000 pastors or 5,000 pastors, what quality, what quality did you have? I don't know, but Dr. Joe has led us more than seven that we have carried ourselves up and down, up and down, up and down, everything. It's a feature qualification to me. Are you there? So, my, my brother, my sister, my friend, be flexible. Prosperity does not just belong to Australia, Europe. Germany, Holland, England, America, whatever. Look, a pastor was preaching. And he said, You are going to be my pastor in Massachusetts. He said, Amen. Then this guy said, You are going to be my pastor in Boston. You are going to be my pastor in Dusseldorf. Then he pointed to another one and said, You are going to be my pastor in Togo. Blessing because the blessing of Abraham and touch with the location that God wants you to be. He blessed Abraham in the land that he sent him. That is where he was blessed. He was blessed. The blessing of Abraham comes with going to the places that you are supposed to be. There is no poor place or difficult place or whether I feel that it's a bad place. Once God wants a person to go there, it is a blessing. That's how come today I can employ people who live outside the country. They have foreign passports. They are citizens of other countries. They they work with me. They work for me. They are all citizens of different, different, different countries. They are with me. One of my secretaries in Mexico. I was with her in uh, 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 Korea. Mexico, Spanish speaking. Oh, to see how she works. Wonderful. I have different nationalities. They are all around. Different, different countries. I'm also using that Isaiah verse. <laughs> the one that the Jews use. That the nations will come. <laughs> I'll apply that to myself. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Are you listening? Yes. There is no place that is a curse to send you no. to. There is no place like that. No. And if you like, you go to different places, you'll see that there are always people who are flourishing in every country. <laughs> Look, one day, I went to preach in a town called Cochabamba. Do you know Cochabamba? It's a place called Cochabamba. Hey! The hotel that they put us in, when I entered the bathroom, there was an electric wire connected to the shower. So he said, hey, what about if the, the water is electrocuted as I'm bathing? And then I, I called him, I said, no, come and see. There is a connect. He said, no, that is the heater. 
next um, blessing of Abraham uh, what do you call it um, a blessing of taking over somebody's job somebody's land I mean this is not and uh, who are the people who get a blessing this is a blessing one of the blessings to, to take something that somebody owns God always gives you what belongs to somebody so you need to be careful. 
Are you there? Are you there? Um, God will bless you with somebody's blessing, somebody's job, somebody's house, somebody's money, somebody's car, somebody's land. That makes your job very shaky. Because your job may be a job that God wants to bless somebody with. <laughs> you understand? Yeah? So, you want to bless somebody with your job. So, I want to bless you with this person's job. Because the Bible says the Canaanite was in the land. And God said, I'm blessing with the Canaanite land. Yeah. I'm blessing you with the Canaanite land. So God may want to bless you with somebody's wife. You see this man's wife. I'm going to bless you with that person's wife. Hey. Or you may bless you, want to bless you with somebody's husband. So this, this lady doesn't appreciate her husband, so I'm going to give her husband to you. I decided to change. I'll give you to her. Because the, the First one doesn't seem to value it. So I'm going to give you to Or I will give her to you. <laughs> Fantastic. So you got to work. Every job you are doing, Charlie, be handling it in very well because when God looks at you and says, You see this land there? Where Sister So and So is? I'm giving you that. One day, there was a certain sister in the church. She was making curtains, clothes, beautiful. One day, the Lord chose another sister somewhere. So you see the lady who's making the curtains, making the clothes, she's making it for you. Suddenly, the sister died mysteriously. And within a year, two years, whatever, the other sister who was somewhere was brought to come to enjoy the curtains and all the things that were in the house. Because she never really used the things in the house. That, 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 that's, not that that's how life is. But you see, God is sovereign. And God also, He looks at our attitude when He gives us things. It's true. Even I look at your attitude if I give you something. It's like you don't appreciate it. One day I had a pastor who was not appreciating the position that he had. I was playing God, I was on hold four. And I just turned to my sister and said, I'm going to remove this guy from that place. It's finished. I, I will not keep it there. I made him a pastor. And when I made him a pastor, a church that he used to be in before, the, the bishop of that church heard that I had made this guy a pastor. And the only comment he made is that 
God is doing oneness. <laughs> oneness. That such a person can ever be made a pastor. Yeah. It's like Charles Wesley and John Wesley. Charles Wesley was, when John Wesley made a certain guy a pastor, he said, my brother has made a tailor into a pastor. But I, by the grace of God, shall make him the pastor back into a tailor. <laughs> 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 yeah. Because the wedding was always appointing people as well. I said, this guy is a tailor. <laughs> so that guy, when I made him a pastor, his former bishop said, that is doing wonders. But he said, I don't accept anybody from another church to be a pastor. Hey. You must grow up with us. You must grow up with us. When you come and bring your last part, you realize that you are, you are taking off. And that guy caused a lot of problems. He has caused a lot of problems. He caused a lot of problems. Yeah. Bad spirit. Do you get it? Yeah. But sometimes people don't appreciate the position that they have. It is nothing. It is not important. So stand well. Stand well in the position that you have. Vashti, she didn't understand where she had. Yeah. yeah. It was there. This will not do. This will not do. Make your face. You are doing this attitude. Everything we can see. There's no flow. Because you take it for granted. Oh. The advice is a challenge. Change it. Yeah. To have a mind that you cannot be changed. He said, Bah! must always have a mind that you cannot be changed. Then God changes. God told Israel, said, I have divorced you. Even God is a divorcee. He said, I have divorced you. One day, there was a certain sister. A certain sister. Hey, hey! This particular sister she was quarreling with the husband all the time. Oh, yes. Accusing him. One day she met him at the basket. And the brother was waiting at the basket for a taxi. And she pounced on him and attacked him that he is talking to the girls on the bus. He doesn't even know who they are. <laughs> But you see, you must be careful. There are different types of husbands. There is one type that will receive it forever. There's another type. <laughs> they just push it out and say, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like it again. And if you ever make a mistake of marrying such a person, you are not too much distant. You'll be surprised. So to the girl's surprise one day, he went there, he said, I will not marry you again. Hey! So he sat her, he divorced her to everybody's surprise, Christian. 
went for another sister. That's what? They are descendants, I will give this land. So build an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to them. So he proceeded. No. And the Bible says, And the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to your descendants, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who appeared to him. Amen. Amen. Alright, before we go into this one, a person who received the blessing of Abraham is somebody who believes in visions and dreams. And spiritual visitations. Amen. Amen. Okay, so we are going to take a break for five, ten minutes and then we'll be back. 10 minutes. 
Be seated. Now, the next important area of people who receive the blessings of Abraham are people who operate in the dimensions of visions and dreams. Amen. Now, the Bible says that the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to your descendants, I will give this land. So he built an altar there to the Lord who had appeared to him. Amen. Amen. Now, one of the main differences that you will discover between people who experience the blessings of Abraham is that there are people who believe that visions, dreams are real, that they are true. There are things that guide us and affect our lives. Amen. Amen. So you you need to become a person who's like that. Do you understand? Because God speaks to us through visions and dreams. Now, visions and dreams are a direct result of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Because when the Holy Spirit was prophesied about, the Bible says, and I'll pour out my spirit on all flesh. And the young men will have visions and the old men will have dreams. Alright? So, there is even dreams and visions are, to me, more evidence of the presence of the Holy Spirit than tongues. Do you get it? Yeah. When I meet somebody who has a vision and a dream and the person has a belief in the visions and the dreams, I have usually come into contact with somebody who is a deeply spiritual person. Amen. You cannot do much with God without coming into contact with that dimension. Now, why is that important? Because, you see, what, uh, you know what is, what, what, what Yongicho teaches is that, you know what is one dimension, one line, two dimensions, two lines, and three dimensions is three dimensions, isn't it? You know what three dimensions like, yeah. Is it? Huh? Length, breadth, and height. So one is length, then length and breadth. That's two sides. Two. A dimension is a measurement. One measurement, two measurements, and then three measurements. So length, breadth, and height. So whatever the one dimension is controlled by the three dimensions. Do you understand it? It is, or it is within it. Yeah. The, the, the length is within the three. 
The breadth is within the tree, the height is also within the tree. You get it. So it is controlled or it is determined by the tree. Now what he's also saying is that there is a fourth dimension. So the, but the three dimensions is where the physical world that we live in. So this world is controlled by another dimension which you can't see. Do you see? A physical world is controlled by another dimension which you can't measure and you can't touch. But that's actually what controls what is happening in this world. And within that world, right, is where the decisions are taking place. That is where things happen. Now, if you read the Bible, you'll find that people died long before they died. If you read Revelation, or if you let's start with the Canaanite land, they lost their land long before they knew they were out. Because God brought somebody who was said, look straight, look here, look here, look here. I've given it to you. They were in it. So before it happens, it's determined from another world. So if you don't have any powers in that world, you are not going to do well in life. How many understand what I'm talking about? So that is the dimension that you need power in. For instance, in Ghana, we recently had elections. Now, all the big business, the powerful business, the businesses that have money coming into them, do you see, of most of the big business, the oil that we have found in Ghana, the gold, the big things that really bring money and make people very rich are controlled by the government mm. and therefore are controlled by the party that has come into power. So if you don't have any powers in there, you are not going to get access to the big things. Do you understand? So that's why people try to, in Ghana, people try to have, they join two parties so that if this party wins, we are with them. If this party wins, we are with them. But unfortunately, sometimes it doesn't work because if you prosper under one party, you are seen as belonging to them truly. Mm-hmm. If you prosper under another party, you are seen as belonging to that party. So sometimes it doesn't work. Are you there or are you going home? All right. So where does the power come from? Which, what, where does the, the thing that controls what we see, where does it come from? Do you have access there? Do you understand? Mm. Yes. So, for instance, me, even in the country, uh, there are things I could do if I have access wow. to some of the parties. <laughs> so, I wouldn't mind at all having access. Do you get it? Yeah. To the presidents, to the people that have power. Because that's where the whole thing is coming from. <laughs> you may come with the best whatever, you may be the right person, you may be the best person for the country, but they will never choose you. They never choose the best. They choose the one who is there. That is why the country doesn't go forward. Because what is happening to the country is not what is best. But it's just who they know. Are you there? Are you listening? Alright. I hear you have supper at 6 o'clock. So I'm going to end in the next 3 minutes. Amen. Are you there? So, 
Where is your power base? Do you have any powers there? Now, how do you get power in the world which controls? You get power by accessing it through the means, the mediums that work in that realm. You see, there are things that work in there. You, you get what I'm saying? There are powers there. And you need to be able to use those powers. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Look, Ghana is going to earn a lot of money from oil. A lot of people are going to eat that money. Who is going to eat that money? The powers that be are there and they are deciding. You understand? That's why people want to get access to the political power because that's where the whole thing is. So you, you see, your, your, your life is determined from somewhere. Look, the Bible says there was, a, there was a, a horse and there was a rider. The rider on the horse was called death. Do you see? And death was walking. You know, so he went and famine and death came to the world. Then another one was sent, famine. And then there was famine. So before you actually see the credit crunch, a horse has come to move through the system with a famine and credit crunch waiting on him. And it's moved. it has already happened. Even this credit crunch, they have not seen the real one that is coming. These are all just symptoms. Because what is going to come, they cannot cure. Because God will show mankind that his systems do not have the power, you see, to uh, withstand the end of the world. Because it do not even be banks, but currencies, currencies will disappear. Currencies will go out of use. Yeah? And just 40 years ago, 50, 60 years ago, before when Hitler came, there was, they used a wheelbarrow to buy a loaf of bread. A wheelbarrow full of German banks. One wheelbarrow full to buy just a loaf of bread. That's why Hitler came to, to, to restore. It's not long. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, the point that I'm trying to establish with you, my dear friends, is that within that power base, you need access. Now, if you are unspiritual, you will have no access to that dimension, the fourth dimension, which controls the third dimension. The third dimension is your physical life. But there's a dimension that controls what you are doing. What happens in this third dimension? And until you gain hot powers in there, you are useless. Because you, you can fiddle with the third dimension, but then somebody will press here, here, up there, and then everything will change. When you are working in the third dimension, you need a husband. You, you, have, you will follow certain steps. What are the steps to getting a husband? Be friendly, smile. Do your hair, paint your nails, uh, chat, develop a chatting line. Uh, how do I, uh, it seems I know you somewhere. Uh, and what? It seems I know you somewhere. You look familiar. Do you go to school? Whatever. Huh? 
Then the next one is what? How do you get a uh, uh, Buy gifts, send a text message, or how to be a good husband, or how to improve your marriage. Go for love walks, make tea in the bedroom, send texts, take the children to school, buy flowers, buy chocolate, bath together, go for nice walks. Yes. Buy a swimming suit, spend some money, take care shopping, you know, speak gently, all other steps. But the spiritual. So that is the third dimension. But something can be played in the fourth dimension. Your marriage, you go for love work, you send love notes, you stick notes on the fridge, you do everything, you call, you do shopping, the whole thing will get up because somebody has pressed it from the fourth dimension. So the third dimension is cracking up. The fourth dimension is controlling the third dimension. It's overruling it. Overriding. It's called override. It overrides everything you have done and you are doing in the third dimension. So you need to develop your strength in that dimension. That's the dimension that is important. You may be strong with muscles and have this and have that, but if you have not developed yourself in the fourth dimension, do you get it? You will not do much. So you can see that Abraham was somebody who was developed in the fourth dimension. Where there are visions, there are dreams, there are spiritual entities, there is spiritual communication with spiritual entities and beings that control things. One day, Yogi Cho was talking about how he was having marital problems, serious ones. And then one day, he started praying in the spirit. You know? He prayed and he heard something screaming and the thing went out of the house. And then from that time, all the marital problems went away. So you realize that if the thing is spiritual, many things that we are fighting about in the third dimension, the dimension of do this, take this step, move this, take a step here, change your clothes, smile, do the physical thing, make the food he likes, do that, it is not working. Paint your legs, do your hair, buy new clothes, change your style, change your whatever, I mean, whatever you change. <laughs> it is not working because, because once it is pressed, have you read this book before, Tintin? Have you read Tintin? There is one, Tintin and something. Uh, They went somewhere, huh? Is it in Tibet? Not Tibet. Is it the Picaros? Something. South America, something. And then there was some weak doctor with a dog. And then they push a needle in. When they push the needle, they you get the sickness. You are far away. Then they just put one needle in. Then the sickness will come. You are far away. Then the sickness will come. And you push another needle, then another sickness will come at another place. that the thing is working on you. Yeah. So the question is that 
If you are not strong in God and strong spiritually, how can you also fight in that realm? You have no powers. You have no powers. You have no abilities in that realm. And that is the realm of faith. The realm where you fight in things that have to do with faith. And without faith, and without operating in that realm where you need a lot of faith, you can simply not succeed. Are you listening to me? So that is the dimension that Abraham operated in. A person who experienced Abraham's blessings or the blessings of Abraham is somebody who operates in the fourth dimension. The dimension of dreams and visions. Amen. Amen. And so how to operate in that fourth dimension is what we are going to go into in the next session in our channel. How many want to be operators of the fourth dimension? Hey! Operators of the fourth dimension. Yeah. You press certain buttons and do certain things in that dimension before you realize certain things are taking place in the spirit world. And it is now manifesting in the ten, the ten dimensional world in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for a superior advantage that you have given to us in the fourth dimension that we can also operate in that world and in that realm to control the third dimension in the third dimensional world. We thank you for the blessings of Abraham are ours in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Now, before we go, I want want us to sing a song. Abraham's blessings are mine. Abraham's blessings are mine. I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the evening. Abraham's blessings are mine. You know that song, don't you? Abraham's blessings are mine.
shall be a blessing to all men. One day, I was with a certain brother. And he was spending some money. And he said, he made a comment. He was just spending money on people. He said, what is the use of money? The address for chop some. Then you have reached a superior level. Come on! Abraham blesses a man. Did you understand that? Yeah. 
there are about four things that help you to operate in the, uh, uh, the fourth dimension. Number one, the confessions of faith, things that you say. Alright? So the things that you speak as you continue to say Abraham's blessings are mine and as you speak positively over your life alright, in spite of what you see. Now I have a book called Name It, Claim It and Take It. Is it there? You have a copy there. You don't have Name It, Claim It and Take It. Pardon? I'm the church, okay. If you, if you look at the back of that book, there are a whole lot of positive confessions. Once again, it is not magical that it, when you say, I have Abraham's blessings, that tomorrow you have Abraham's blessings. You get it? Yeah. It, it's not, there's nothing like that. Which, 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 which are, uh, which, which aspect of life works that way? Is there anything that you know about that doing this today and tomorrow it has come? You see, I was watching a film and I saw Hitler driving a car and he was being driven a car. And they said that he drives in a convoy of Mercedes Benzes. So when I looked at the Mercedes Benzes that he was using in those days, those shaped old type of cars. It is Mercedes Benz. The Benz that we have today is that one that has become what you see. 1939 Mercedes Benz. So the Mercedes Benz that you see today has evolved over the years into what it is today. So there is nothing that happens suddenly and you just do this then you are, you've, you've made a car no it takes a long time you get it so confessions positive confessions even as if you are joking but you are saying it as if you are joking but you are saying it as if you are joking but you are saying it. As if you are joking. But you are saying it. I am blessed. Abraham's blessings are mine. I am blessed in the morning. I am blessed in the evening. Abraham's blessings are mine. I have overcome. I can do it. I can. I can make it. I am overcoming. All my enemies have become like the smoke. Amen. Amen. What is smoke? You see it and it's gone. Shalabasu Kabbalah. My enemy has disappeared like the chaff of the wind. Hallelujah. Those that conspire against me have disappeared like the leaves on the ground. Today they are there, tomorrow they are gone. They shall wither like the tree that is cut off from the roots. Hallelujah. 
So the fourth dimension is a dimension that creates the third dimension that we see. You need to speak positive confessions over your life. One day, I went to a certain lady's house. Her husband was involved in an accident. And her husband died suddenly. So, I went to, I heard the news. It was just breaking news. When I heard the news, I said, wow, this is terrible. So, when I got to her house, apparently, everybody in the house had heard about it, but nobody had been able to tell her. She had just heard that there had been an accident, but she didn't know that her husband had died. So, and a young, this was a young lady. So when I got there, the pastor had arrived just a few seconds before me. He also thought that she had she already knew, but she didn't know. So she had just been told. So when I opened the door and I saw her, I, I just mentioned it. I said, then she said, her first word she said was, be again. You know. And when she said me again of something, something to that effect, I said, no, don't say that. It's like I am a cursed person. It's like again, me, a trouble, another trouble. My life, do you understand? It's a life of trouble. Recently, I was speaking over her life. I said, you are a blessed girl. Don't say me again. Again, don't say that word. You are blessed. You see, I'm I'm operating in the fourth dimension. I'm creating a third dimension for her. Are you listening to me today? Creating a third dimension for her life. I said, You are not an accursed person. You are a blessed girl. You are blessed. Because I'm fighting in the fourth dimension so that in the third dimension, a new and a better thing will come into existence. Can I have a hallelujah from somebody? How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Even when I play golf, I use the fourth dimension. To create something in the third dimension. Because it's a very difficult game. You see it easy. The easy looking things are the very difficult ones. That's right. But I, I use the fourth dimension. I confess <laughs> over my life in the name of Jesus. I can play well. In Jesus' name, I can play, I can play, I can play, I can play. Hey! I gave myself names. I said, my name is Dr. Betty. <laughs> As if I'm joking, but I'm saying it. In the fourth dimension to create it in the third dimension. <laughs> Are you listening to me? So you need to believe. You need to speak over your life. You need to speak over your home. You need to speak over your car. Anytime I pray over a car. I use, I enter the fourth dimension that controls the destiny of that car. 
Because every car you have can be the car that you die in. Did you know that? Yes. If you if you have a car, that's the car that you can die in. The day that you buy the car, you have bought the thing that you will be you will die in, through which you will die. So whenever I pray over a car, I pray for two things. For the three things, for the safety and of the servant of the Lord, for the enhancement of the servant. Hey, how many want the servant of the Lord to be enhanced? And for the comfort of the servant of the Lord. Is it a good prayer? Yeah. For the safety of the servant of the Lord, for the enhancement. How many want to be enhanced by the car that you are driving? You enhance your life, enhance whatever you are doing, enhance your image, huh? and for your comfort. What am I doing? I have entered into the fourth dimension to create the third dimension, third dimensional safety and comfort and enhancement of your life. Whenever I enter a hotel room, I enter the fourth di- a dimension of that hotel room because there are things there. There are things in every room. Spotters. One day, I went to a certain country. And that country, I had been to that particular country before in that particular hotel. I slept like a baby in that hotel. But a couple of years ago, I went to that same place again. This time, I felt uneasy. Oh, I prayed when I entered the room. I felt uneasy in the room. But nothing occurred to me. I was just in the room. I was just flowing in the room. Then one night, I mean, I was not there for so long. One of the nights, suddenly, I saw somebody sitting on the chair. Hey! I saw somebody sitting on the chair. Just, you know, the chairs were here and here. He was sitting there. Hey! It's like somebody who is like that is his house. I was wondering whether somebody had been killed there in that room. A murder has been committed or something. I tell you. So I immediately knew. I, 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 I did. I never felt. I couldn't even sleep. That's the second time that I've, I've been to a, a, a hotel room and I saw evil spirits there. There were evil spirits that controlled the. The, the third dimensional activities of even sleep and comfort. So, my hosts took me for dinner. Then they asked me how was everything. Then I, I didn't want to say. I said, well, I thought maybe they would think that I'm superstitious. But as they were talking with me, I just said, I just oh, the room, there's something there. I felt there was something in the room. Then the wife of the host asked me, Just the room? The hotel? I said, Yeah. What? I said, There is somebody in the room. 
I told them that there is somebody in there before I came there. <laughs> and he's still there. <laughs> Four dimensional operations. <laughs> so, then the wife said, Yeah, Dr. Joe has said the same thing. I think more than once. He went to a hotel in Japan. There was somebody in the room. I tell you. Yeah. So you see, I thought, I said, oh, I thought maybe you would think that. I said, oh, no. Young Kicho has had that experience once or twice. So there is somebody who lives in the room. So some of you, the house that you are in, you may be there with some, you see. And I remember one time I went to Germany. The light was like this. I lay down on the bed. As soon as I lay down, suddenly I saw demons flying here. In, in Germany, they were flying. I just, I just, I just got Then it all just vanished. It was like a curtain was moving, a curtain came. But I tell you, you see, at least you, you don't forget. Can you believe? I couldn't sleep without because the heater couldn't work. Cold. Yeah. In the center of Germany. I told the host, they came, they called the people, whatever. I mean, we, I was free. So, even the physical discomfort, see, the third dimensional experiences are governed by four dimensional operations of that world. So, you see my brother, my sister, there is a dimension that affects. So you need to enter that dimension. One of them is with faith confession. And number two is with prayer. Prayers. Now, prayers of Understanding. You see, confessions are declarations, but prayers are prayers to God. Lord, save me. Save me. Now, help me. Show mercy. Forgive me. Cleanse me. They are dynamic. They are prayers. Short prayers, but they are prayers all right. Are you getting me? Yeah. And you need to know how to pray short prayers that are effective. Mm. It's not always that you have to pray for one hour. Mm. Sometimes five minutes, sometimes three minutes. Have you ever experienced that you sleep for five minutes and you have strength? Yeah. Yeah. For a long time to come. That's how prayer is. Sometimes we need eight hours of prayer. Six hours, five hours, three hours, two hours. But sometimes five minutes of prayer can shoot you into the future. These days, I believe in short prayers. Powerful short prayers. Shall we pray for this? Because who said God only answers long prayers? Who said God only answers prayer when you've prayed for one hour? No. God answers prayer. He answers prayer. Period. So learn how to pray short prayers. When you come home, Pray. Pray. Kneel down and pray. Oh, you know when I was coming to Korea, 
God taught me something through a Muslim that I met on a plane. I was sitting in the cabin. There was this guy sitting here and I was sitting here. Charlie, when the cabin, when we started, when we got into the air, and there was the guy got up and he opened the cabin and moved a bag. This type of bag that he put on your that school bag. He put it on the floor. And he opened it and he brought out a carpet. This small carpet. And he rolled it on the floor. Then he stood there. I don't know what he was saying, but he was, he was speaking Arabic, you know, language. Then he started praying in the plane. Then he let no. They, then they came out with orange juice. When they saw it, they saw him. Then he was on the floor. Like this. Then he got up to pray. Then he get up. Now, that is where I learned how Muslims respect God. Yeah. They don't pray with him. Here. He be like, oh. God is so great and we are so nothing from here. They put.
because of the pagans of Europe. The white pagans. 